shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree. There's a light in the window, just salty gals inside. I'm not sure if they're witches, but you know that's implied. Got the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. Yay! I'm Chris Sheppa. I'm Katie Norgren. With us today, how about you take this one, Chris? <laughs> is a amazing traveling musician. You've heard her before on the Sea Hags podcast and a bonus episode. And she's back in town. It's Arit Shimoni. Hello. Hey, hey girl. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> All right. Welcome back Good to Vancouver. Show. Thank you. Hey. It's uh, Arit came into our house and was just like, oh, I've been here before. It's so nice. Like <laughs> one year later, basically, almost. Is it? I think it is one year. A little bit over. I think you were here in the spring last time. I'm glad someone's keeping track. Yeah, yeah I have no it's, idea. I kind of think of you as like a comet, where it's like, just like Hi, every time you come by, it's like, oh, I'm in the rotation. Look, she's in the sky. <laughs> every time you go away. <laughs> What's that? You don't know that one? It's no. Just like yes, 80s, 80s I actually. Power ballad. I don't know how any of the rest of the song goes. You take a piece of me with you. Aww. <laughs> People do tell me that they, they're sad when I leave, and I think that's really sweet because yeah. I think I always think, like, they must be so relieved when I leave, <laughs> right now. <laughs> this chick's been sleeping on our air mattress in the living room for three days. Get her out of here. It's such a, it's such a return to the old olden times of the traveling bards. Yes. Yes. We're yeah. happy. It's like... You know, when you come to town, it's like there's an event, so we're throwing a party for yeah, you yeah, today. Yeah. I know, like, that's quite an honor. I'm very, <laughs> very, very grateful for all of that. Chris, now you have to compete with, like, Netflix and other forms of entertainment, which did true. not happen back in, like, 1600. Yeah, or it would have been a would... real event for, like, the bard is coming to the village. You would jungle <laughs> through town, I guess. And that is why, and yes, that is why things are harder nowadays yeah. for us musicians. Yeah, yeah. it's tough out there for a, for a modern bard. <laughs> it was probably tough in pre-modern times Bardening. for the bard too. Yeah. <laughs> barding, barding's hard. Hard bard. Hard bard. But I actually officially, usually officially thank my audiences for like stepping away from their screens for the night. Oh, and that's cool. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you guys are part of the revolution now. This is very cool that you every, actually go out. Every time I go out to something, I pretty much like, you're welcome <laughs> to whoever's performing. I'm like, like you I'm guys, you a huge favor You guys right put pants on and you left your homes mm-hmm. and your screens. That is oh, a big I, deal. I heard that there. Like, someone finally saw Moana, Yay, apparently. I did. <laughs> I really like, liked it. It was adorable. It was like the best Disney movie in years. Oh. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Is, I'm a little out of the movie loop, you guys. As a traveling bard, yeah. I sometimes don't get to see a lot of movies. Barding so hard, you don't get to see any yeah. of the new children's movies that come out. I also don't hear about them, really, unless people... Unless there's... Like, ever, I've obviously heard that Wonder Woman is out. Yeah. Because everybody on Facebook is talking about mm-hmm. it. I, for some reason, have zero interest in going to see I was just like, Oh, really? It wasn't okay. good. I didn't oh. like it. That's too bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't awful, but it was just like, yeah, that was fine. Yeah. It was two hours and 20 minutes of, that's fine. I like action movies in theaters. It wasn't so. that exciting, though. Oh, like, it just really wasn't. It was all super blue-screened, like, or green-screened. Like, oh. it just, nothing looked real in it, and it was a bummer. Huh. There was only, like, 15 minutes on Lesbian Island. Aw. Which I was like, come on! <laughs> I want a good half of the movie to be on Themyscira, or whatever, where all of the cool Amazon ladies live together. Aw, that's a shame. Yeah. So, Clearly, I don't know enough of the backstory of Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, she's a child of the Amazons. She's ah. sculpted of clay. Her mother sculpted her, and Zeus brought her to life with a lightning Really? Bolt. I watched Wonder Woman when I was a kid, but I was in Israel, so I didn't speak English, so mm-hmm. I just like saw what happened, well, but yeah, I didn't really Wonder understand Woman, it. Wonder Woman is Israeli. The, re- the, the new one is. The real one. Like, the, the real one. The real lady. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She, she, gets to, she pretty much has her accent in the film, too, which is like really sort of adorable. Uh, and oh, I've been watching weird. her do, I've seen a couple like interviews she's done, uh, just to promote the movie and being so tired. Cause of course she's got like a tiny baby or something and she's oh, got to wow. do a hundred interviews in a day. And there's one like, if you were going to be any SpongeBob character, what would it be? She's like, no, I don't want to be Bob Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Even she's like, just so tired. She's like, I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah. Why are you asking me the dumbest questions yeah. ever? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to do press junkets when you travel? <laughs> Maybe not junket, but I I've have seen to... interviews pop up in Dutch and German and yes, all kinds of yes, stuff. Yes, I do. But I also just, you know, in terms of people at shows, I have to answer the same questions a lot. Oh, yeah? And yeah. it can... What's it like? It's not. I don't like it. I get, like, I get... 
pain, like you actual hear, physical folks. pain from from like the <laughs> fake smile. It's like There's like jaw pain. Oh, totally. Yeah, like oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just through gritted teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Start question. to understand why people throw. And I understand why hotel rooms. It is room. a it is a big violin. I get that a lot. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes even from me because I'm a piece of shit <laughs> and a mean friend. Ah, uh, from you, I'll take it. You're not a gross <laughs> old man on the but bus. It's such a big violin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of that too. Yeah. I totally understand why people are like, you don't live anywhere? How does that work? Or like, you know, where are you from? I'm like, I don't fucking know where I'm from. I don't know. You I'm guys. a traveling bard. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in the wagon of a traveling show. My mother used to dance for the money they'd throw. So stop asking. <laughs> what is that from? I think oh, I need you to come with song. me. Oh, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I so, just, yeah. I think I'm just going to bring you with me. Yeah, like, it's like, no more questions. <laughs> yeah, Katie can be, you need a handler. I'm a Brooklyn, I may need I'm a a handler. Brooklyn bodyguard for some reason. You're, she's been lifting weights since you last seen her. She's getting even beefier. Totally <laughs> be a bodyguard for you. Okay, okay. Blue-haired bodyguard. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did we tell the people that you dyed your hair? Oh, yeah. we, I don't know if we haven't caught everybody up, but I have blue hair now. Wow. Yeah, I've had red hair it's for fucking eight years. It's a total brand change. Yeah. It's cool. Rebranding. It's cool. I look like that Japanese painting of a wave now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that painting. Katsuria or whatever the name of the artist yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a filter for that on my Instagram. I'll totally yeah. take a picture of you with it and apply the filter. <laughs> like, nice. Oh. nice. Nice, 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 nice. Tight, tight, tight. Cool, cool, cool. I've got a ukulele with that print on it so I can just go out and be unbearable on every street corner. Especially because I can only play like seven ukulele chords and not sing and play at the same time. I'd still, I think you'll still get a lot of money. Oh, you, yeah? yeah? Oh. Well, maybe. I could, just, I could try it. I'd probably be humiliated. Isn't that what busking's all about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. That's why I've never done it, probably. Can I do stand-up comedy busking? Oh, my God. That would be the most That'd painful be... thing in the world. That would be so... <laughs> it would be really hard, because you're audience like would yeah. be there for the build-up of the joke they don't right. be either for the beginning or the end <laughs> you know if you like that premise you should stay for the punchline <laughs> yeah, right. that's something that uh my former nemesis who must not be named who no longer lives in vancouver actually used to do would like create these like gonzo shows like headlines a ditch headlines the sea like headlines <laughs> a parking lot or something like that and so she'd invite people to these shows and like seven people would show up and she'd film it and put it on YouTube and it's really hard to watch. Oh, wow. that sounds like well, Maria Bamford does stuff like that. Yeah, but, but, but it's cute when she does yeah. it. <laughs> no social reference. This is part of the... Yes, oh, yeah. this is, yeah. Yeah, this is what happens when you're a bard. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you just don't belong to any society, you so you like don't make social references. You must or something weird like that. Oh, to God. a very large extent, I live in the past. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. What was it like to have a bed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for example. <laughs> for example. Yeah, well, I'm singing songs that come from before, and yeah, no. But there's a lot of moment. There's a lot of in the moment. Mm-hmm. You have to be in the moment. Because you're dealing with, like, you're troubleshooting all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, you were talking about, like, who needs a tour manager? Because yeah. you're kind of your own tour manager, but then when you have to try to wrangle other people, you're just like, oh, I see why a tour manager would be helpful. This and this, sucks. this particular leg is, like, in the first, probably the first time in eight years of doing this, I've met up with friends, a friend from Saskatoon who's here for, like, a big friends reunion. So Like Rachel... Joey Ross's friends reunion. Funny you should say that. Because You're like, I get are, that reference. Yeah. No, I got TV it's then. from the past. I literally was just telling someone that I don't get friends references. Cause the, and this today, like an hour ago, this was fun. And that is something that happens to me a lot on tour is like conversation themes. Oh, like yeah. in super weird coincidences, things just like, wait, I just, that was in my conversation an hour ago. Right. That's and funny. it's like, we're talk- when the hell do I talk about friends ever? Yeah. Like the show, I never. So it's, yeah. it's weird. That's we weird. We talked about that last time where it's just like, there's a thread that will run through each tour. So like this cycle yes. of tour, have you had any yes, major I, themes come up? Yes, I've had. Last time uh, it was like nice chickens themes. and dead children or something. Oh, oh my wow. God. Wow, you have a good memory. <laughs> I do have to edit this podcast. So I have to listen to it a couple times. Tonight's no, it was, themes. I mean, it, it was, uh, uh, to put it possibly a little more diplomatically, it was uh, people who've lost their children. Okay. <laughs> no, chickens and dead babies maybe isn't the nicest way to say that. 
dark. But it was there Nick was a Cage weird album. crossover. Nick Cave, not Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage's new folk album, Chickens of Death. You know I meant Nick Cave, right? It was one letter off. So sorry, I interrupted. So close. You. So oh close. Oh my god. Um, actually, the theme this time is well, it's been an. Uh, it's still building as it goes because I've only been here for a few days. But um, Métis and Cree culture oh, has been cool. a very, very interesting theme. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know how to say it fast. Uh, yeah, we've one, got uh, tape. <laughs> we got time. Uh, <laughs> one, of, one of the stories I heard about someone who I just met was just this incredible uh, backstory. Uh, and she's from China. And I was like, I'd, so one of the things from it was like you know you just don't know when you meet someone what the backstory is mm-hmm. and it is so much more dramatic and you would you just like you would never know any of that if someone hadn't just sat and told and it wasn't her that told it it was her husband and he was like she doesn't like it when I tell the story so <laughs> like okay well I'll try to honor that but um, and then and then I was listening to it and thinking she's already been here for you know, I don't know, 20 years at least, and, and is super successful, uh, and, like, has a kind of high-power job and stuff, and, and so I was thinking about the, <laughs> how we go from, like, complete silliness to, like, here's a, a read, so it's going to be super heavy and serious yeah, right that's, now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I do. We love it. That's life. <laughs> <laughs> is that when you have this, like, incredibly intense life, and then you hit a point of normalcy, the longer the gap, the longer that normalcy continues, the harder it is to reconcile the fact that you're different and weird mm. or trauma, mm-hmm. you know, like the PTSD stuff, like just when you're right from it, you're, you know why you feel intense and, and weird and scared and stuff. But when it's, when it's, and I can relate to that on certain aspects of my life. So it's, that's one of the things I was thinking about when I heard her story. It was like, holy cow, you know. This stuff gets carried, but it's it no longer is carried consciously, like right in front of you. And so I'm curious how other people process that. Yeah, you start to forget a little bit, like why. Why. And then you're like, well, I guess I've always kind of felt this yeah. way, and so I guess that's just sort of who I am or how I feel or yeah. how I react to these things. And it's like, oh no, that's from that really bad thing that happened yeah. like a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Remember? And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like, yeah, when I get really anxious. And, like, start to... Like, I've been... My anxiety's been really good lately. That's good. But when it comes back up again, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember when it first started, but it was so long ago that, like, the, inc- the inciting incident, like, is so far in the past, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a tricky thing. I've been sort of dealing with it on and off in the last few years of, like, I knew when I had PTSD when it was obvious, and then I was okay for a few years, and then suddenly I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I, I had no idea I was still carrying it until it erupted again, oh, right? God. So I was like, whoa, I, oh, okay, so that's still there, you know? And it just comes... It, I. I don't know if it ever goes away for people or if it, but one of the interesting things is there's a song, one of my newer songs, the way I intro it is, is, uh, this is about the five minute window when you're not anxious and in Canada, everybody laughs. And then I, I introduced it in Europe and people were like, and I'm like, do you guys not talk publicly about anxiety here yet? You, you should. You should. There's no stigma in Canada anymore. You guys need to be able to talk about these oh, things. Oh, yeah. Come on, Germany. Like, yeah. You don't need to just keep it all inside. Yeah. I didn't know that they just passed like gay marriage there. I yeah. figured that that happened years ago. It was yeah. just like two days ago that they really? passed it. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, see, I thought it was. I thought it would have been because Berlin is so queer. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, it just like that seemed really odd to me. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's backwards. It's funny. A lot of people were talking about Merkel being like a, a fairly conservative leader, oh, yeah. but just be, but now she's gotten this through like the insane right-wingness of everybody else around. <laughs> yeah, she, she is, by she's, comparison, she's turned like a, into, like, well, I've got to be the voice of the, the liberal left. You yeah. know, like, Yikes. it's been a very interesting shift. Yeah, I saw this thing where it was, like, uh, Marcon and then Merkel and then Trudeau, like, you're liberal champions, and it's, like, fan fiction versus reality yeah, a little bit, yeah. where it's, like, they're all amazing, and then it's, like, oh, like, Canada's selling, you know, arms to Saudi Arabia, yeah. like... You know, yay. yay! But like Trudeau wore really good rainbow socks but on, they on say gay pride, nice but they but they still sell weapons to yeah. places where we persecute gay yeah. people, or they persecute gay and people. women, and in yeah. general, yeah, it's uh, 
<laughs> yes, yeah. this this whole holiday because it was just Canada Day, so that brings up a lot. You're saying Métis and Cree culture, yes. like. I had a lot of thoughts yesterday just around reconciliation and like yeah. it's Canada's one fiftieth birthday and their the budget was just Ridiculous. astronomical for these parties that were being thrown all I over do the not country. Approve. Like all year. Yeah. Billions of dollars and there are so many First Nations reserves that have no clean drinking no, yeah, water. No, for twenty years they haven't had clean drinking water. It's nuts. Like that money could have so easily. So I was just like, I made a post. I was like, call your MP and be like, I want to pay more taxes for drinking, like clean drinking yeah. water. Or like, please do like redirect funds, fucking defense spending, go to hell. Like yeah. we need to save the people yeah. that are living in our country. That it is are... so gross. Even just the decorative stuff. Like I noticed it in Calgary a lot. Like yeah. you've made a big giant red ball on a bridge. Like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, with someone money? got like a million dollars for that. Yeah. I, so I did get to go to a, like a fancy schmancy ass party last night. Um, for the fireworks, it was put on by the Port of Vancouver, and it was, like, felt a little conflicty, because I'm like, oh, like, it's, I don't give a shit about Canada Day, I think it's awful, the money that's being spent, but I'm like, oh, it's a private, A, the Port of Vancouver, it's a private thing. Yeah. So, like, they're not getting federal funding. I found out that they are getting federal funding, Uh. so the fireworks display was a million dollars last night. Wow. And, but I had, like, an amazing view, I got tons of free food, I got tons (laughs) of great wine, like, I'm such a fucking champagne socialist, like, I really... I love bougie, tasty, good stuff. Like, we got, like, small plates. There was, like, an heirloom beet salad thing, and then there was, like, a little pork cheek, like... You're and then going they had to a, hell, Chris. I know, You're going to hell. so tasty. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so yummy. I know, and really, really good wine. Like, it was awesome. Meanwhile, then, I watched the fireworks and was like, PTSD. I know, <laughs> PTSD. I know. It sounds like bombs. It I, looks like scud missiles. I can't. Oh yeah, no, I can't. I hate, yeah. I hate fireworks. It's so bad. They're pretty. Yeah, they just, just, I just so don't loud. like big boomy noises. Yeah, yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have the view that we used to of the of the river where they would have the barge and because mm-hmm. out in the west they do fireworks yeah. too, but it was just loud. Yeah. It was just loud. I was like, okay. Yeah, my friend, and your friend's kitty ran away because of the fire. Jordan Ducharme. Yeah, he's a he's a comic in town, and his little his little like great tabby cat who just had surgery ran away with a cone on its head. So oh. hopefully, hopefully, I, I would like to back. think humanity is nice enough to to. Be extra, like loving help. to the yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. so vulnerable. I'd like to assume that the cat's probably just sort of stuck on a bush somewhere yeah. and will be found very soon. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, the, the saddest cat. little picture I've had in my mind. Yeah, yeah. he's a little scrapper apparently, so he knows how to take care of himself. But, yeah, uh, it's harder with a cone on your it's head. Harder with, it's hard out there with a cone. I know, yeah. like he's gonna get so bullied by all the other cats. <laughs> like, oh, you're a nerd. Your raccoon beat you up, and you had to get a surgery. Aww. <laughs> I hope the record didn't come back to even the score. Oh, no. <laughs> or not even the score. Finish the job. I suppose it'd be the ad- adage. Um, that's, yeah. That's hope that cat turns up. Me too. Yeah. Um, I got to see a live special acoustic performance by Sam Roberts at this party last night. It was oh, pretty yeah? <laughs> no, he's just, like, narrowed eyes. <laughs> it's so bougie. And he sang this song that's, like, it's like an anti-Canada song, sort of, or at least just like the Canadian dream is like right. is not a and so we're all like singing along like S O C I A L I ism is here to stay while we're in this boot and it's like me and like all these politicians, super rich fuckers, like in really nice suits, like dignitaries from around the world, and like singing along with that. I'm like, this is weird and so fake yeah. and weird. <laughs> That needs to be a t-shirt. I had a good time. (laughs) This is really weird and fake and weird. (laughs) Needs to be on a t-shirt. I got to meet him. He's nice. He's a handsome man, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty handsome. Yeah. I don't know. So it was like, it was a fun thing where I'm just like, fuck, I'm so bougie, but I can be multifaceted. (laughs) I I have a song about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Multifacetedness? It's okay to like like Brie? Is that what it's called? (laughs) It's okay. No, it's a song about like, you know... I think the first line of the song is, I did not sponsor a poor child in Africa. Yeah. You know, it's like, I haven't done all these things, uh, but I'm still going to hell. Because mm-hmm. I, or like, I've never done anything wrong. I've never done any harm to anybody. I do good things. I'm a nice person, but yeah. I'm still going to hell. Because yeah. it's not even close to enough. Yeah. Right? But like, we need to, when do you give yourself a break? We talk about this a lot yes. too. Because like, you can only... You're talking to the woman who literally never gives herself a break. Yeah, I guess so I don't know. <laughs> Not that I'm out there doing, like, social activism, but, uh, yeah, taking a break. You, is a you are in your way, though. That's, like, your change through music of, like, touching people yeah. and affecting that. Yeah, you I know, know what? you talk about it and you're like, uh, it feels lofty, but, like, well, it's real. Well, I went and, and when I was in Serbia, uh, we, I went there and we ended up, like, the reason we went there was to, to actually, like, 
give food to refugees in a very like spontaneous street gorilla kind of nice. thing. Like a food not bomb sort of way. Yeah, and uh, and everyone before that, I had this sort of public thing on Facebook going like, I, I honestly, I just don't know. I either have to, because I grew up going like, how come people didn't help us? Mm-hmm. And now I don't know how to help. So I either have to figure the fuck out how to help or forgive people for not helping us. Ooh. And it's a big, big thing for me, right? Jesus so Christ. I posted this whole big thing that ended with, just tell me what to do. And don't tell me you're sad and don't tell me your political theories about how we got here. Just tell me what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. And the next day, literally, like, oh, came down from the universe here is this opportunity to go to Serbia and do this work with refugees. But when I posted that, everybody was saying, but you do, you give your music. Yeah. And, and I was like, putting food in people's hands <laughs> that are starving yeah. is different. It's yeah. just different. And I would go and do that again in a heartbeat. And I can sing for the rest of my life and never feel as direct a... Sorry, yeah. And that was a frustrating... I mean, that was still not enough, but it was definitely... Uh, Yes, music contributes good things to the world. Yes, like, clearly I believe that, or I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. But I'm snorting so much in yeah. this episode. I'm just like keep getting all of these dark moments of hilarity. I know. You know we right? need to make an animation of you snorting. Yeah. <laughs> just a little, my face turns into a little cute little piglet every yeah. time I do it. So yeah, what have you had some? That seems like a really major highlight of this last sort of cycle around. Like, what what have been that, some... That uh, was good on a number of levels because uh, it was totally spontaneous. I didn't know I was going to Serbia until, like, three days before I went there. Cool. It was a whole new country. It was a whole new language. Uh, I went with two other guys, so it was also, like, a road trip, which I my touring life is more like me on a train or me on a bus. So right. it was like the, we were all singing in the car and stuff. That was really oh, fun. fun. Yeah, and I, I love that stuff, so it was nice... But I don't think I realized, and this is going to sound, I don't even know what word to use for what it's going to sound like, <laughs> but for eight years of living on the road, I didn't realize that there was, that I was kind of bored. That, or, to, well, I mean, there's literally never a dull moment in my life, but the the going some, doing something really spontaneous and really new was so invigorating. I felt, because I, you know, I feel old and cranky a lot, and yeah. this is like, oh, I can do anything, was like, <laughs> and you know, like, I think we, like, I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day and drinking, like, rakia, and I was like, I, I don't do those things anymore, like, it was just, yeah, you like, had sort of a brand new, like, almost out-of-body, like, out-of-routine, for sure, energy, and I was sleeping one hour a night, and it was, Whoa. like, super emotionally intense, and, but I was, like, from the moment it got brought up as like, do you want to come with us? To the moment I came back, I had no fear. I had no anxiety. I had no nothing. It was just... You were just running on like... on this amazing mission that was obviously like meant to happen because mm-hmm. I'd put it out there the day before. I don't know what I was running on, mm-hmm. but it was really awesome. So... Cool. Yeah. It's, there's that thing about like when, you, when people can be cool in a crisis or whatever because you're just like, okay, I'm in help mode. I yes. know what to do. I'm just going to do this thing and you can just do that. And it's very... And then you crash afterwards. Yeah. 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 There's a video, there's some video footage of, uh, of the, the handing out stuff and, uh, and you just see it. Like we're just like, there, there's a hundred hands through this window and they're just going apple or banana or whatever they're asking for. And we're, it's just like one, two, three, like we're just handing things out really fast. And then you see it done. And then you just see me go like, (laughs) like I've totally break down once the window and doors close. Well, yeah, it's not uh, a normal situation for grown men to be that excited about an apple or mm-hmm. some stupid candy we were giving out. Mm-hmm. They were like jelly, jelly, jelly. I'm like, holy fuck! They, yeah, it's a messed up situation. The world is a bit of a mess. Yeah, yeah. But there's so many awesome people in it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go again. So I actually, yeah. I, I mean that totally sincerely. Yeah. Though, like, there's really an astoundingly massive amount of awesomeness all around yeah yeah you said you lived in like berlin for like almost a month this time is that it was supposed to be a month and then i went to serbia so it was a a little bit shorter but yeah Mm -hmm. it was uh uh trying to start up a new album there and connect with friends play some shows Mm -hmm. started having more shows around the frankfurt area which is a new territory for me so that was really nice. nice yeah are you kind of trying to do more like let's stay in one place for a longer time and kind of have a home base to branch out from or it's kind of just worked out that okay. way that I I 
know people, I know enough people there now. Holland's really small. <laughs> so the first year or two that I toured there, I didn't realize how small it was. So I was looking for places to stay in every town I had a show at. And over the years of doing it, I'm like, or I could just take the train back to Amsterdam at the end of the night. Like, it's, it's an hour, you know? <laughs> so it's the same as, like, going across town in Vancouver. So, uh, so I can now kind of have a... I call it, a, like, a home base for my suitcase, really, because that thing is massive. <laughs> so if I can dump the big suitcase down and just do little offshoot gigs... It was a pretty busy tour, though. I, I think I played 16 gigs in one month in May. Wow. So uh, it was definitely busy mm-hmm. and, and, and exhausting in its own way. Yeah. But nicer, I only had one bar gig. Oh. And I didn't even think about it until I was doing the bar gig. And I'm like, holy fuck, this is my only bar gig. And it used to be like that's mostly cool. bar gigs. And then I'd be like, oh, I had one really nice listening gig. And and that's that's been a really nice. Cool. I'm like, I'm getting better. Things are getting better. It's just a nicer, way nicer thing. Than standing in an Irish pub, <laughs> singing your little <laughs> yeah, trying to like out. get over the din of like everything, yeah. everyone else's conversation. Ah, yeah. uh, listening gigs. Well, I hope mm. that tonight it will be a good listening gig. We set up our living room. I hope some. It folks is come. what it is. I know. I always am like, oh, I hope the people come. Blah, blah blah. It's like yes, they will. It's always good. Whoever is there is there. I cast the net very very wide in my invitations. So cool. my favorite thing is when I do that, we just, it's an open house from, like, basically now till whenever. Yeah. And I want people to, like, yeah, bring their kids, like, do whatever. And I just invited everyone I knew, basically, in town. And so it'll be a neat thing where I love it when, like, a mishmash of people come and then they wind up like, oh, I actually do know you from such and such, or they make new friends that they didn't know in the city. The new friend thing is really nice. And people say it's really hard to make friends in Vancouver, but it's like, just come to one of my parties. Yeah. Like, everyone leaves being friends. It is hard (laughs) to make friends when you stay at home and watch Netflix (laughs) nonstop. Yes. So hard to make friends. You do actually need to go out. Yeah. Yeah. You show up to things. Stuff well, happens. now that it's cool to admit you have social anxiety, it's also like an excuse to never <laughs> do anything. Yeah, truth. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I'm all. I'm, I was gonna say I'm all for social anxiety. I'm all for <laughs> being open about being open social. about it or understanding that aspect of yourself. But I think internet has like it's made it easier, but it's also made it harder. Yeah, there's not as much of an incentive where it's like your friends are super kind and and generous and gentle with you, which, like, I appreciate when people are like that for me, and I try to always extend that to friends, but then it's like, you can just be like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna go, and then you just never go to a thing, and it's like, I don't know. That can be a bit of a cycle. I find myself in those cycles sometimes, Yeah. yeah, and then sometimes I just have to be like, you know what, I just have to push myself, and I'm gonna go to this, like, I... You know, I went to a march uh, for, it was like an anti-Pride, because like the Vancouver police are in Pride, right, and so right. Black Lives Matter put together something, and they were very specific, like, we need white people to come and like be in this march and like intervene right. if necessary, and I was like, I cannot, I can't stay home for this, yeah. like, even though I don't like crowds, like, oh, I just have to fucking do it, because it's very important and yeah. it's necessary, and so I'm glad that I went, it was great. Um, that's cool. But like, I could easily have just been like, I am very anxious around crowds and people would be like, I totally understand. You don't have the spoons for that. No problem. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, everyone's got their own limits to that. So I can't, I can't generalize to anybody. Everybody knows what pushing themselves is. Exactly. And sometimes pushing themselves is saying that you're going to come and do a thing and then doing it. See, and then not, th- but then not doing it, but even that is pushing yourself because you right. could just like not say that you're going to do anything ever, right? So like at True. least having some engagement is really important. True. Yeah. My, uh, like most of my socializing is my own gigs. And yeah. And so like when you have social anxiety and don't want to go, but it's your gig. <laughs> you have to make money and play the show. <laughs> so there's the, I mean, it's been an interesting uh, ride for sure. <laughs> like I didn't used to have it. So yeah. when, I started, when I started having it, I'm like... I really don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to people tonight. I don't want to get up and share my entire soul on stage. I yeah. just don't want to do this, but I have to. Do you feel like when you perform, is it a different feeling than just having a conversation with people? Because it's like you've got the stage and the spotlight, so when you're sharing a story, it's not like a conversation as much. It's more of a performance, or the way that you do it is pretty It depends real. on the type of venue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty damn real. Yeah. Uh, house concerts are a bit more interactive, so it mm-hmm. depends on the type of show it is. But uh, I have uh, definitely, when I'm anxious, I get 
uh, a fatigue in conversation. That's yeah. like, ugh, I get like I lose my breath or whatever, whatever the symptoms are of that particular. But on stage, it's way more intense because oh, like everybody's yeah, right. looking at you. Everybody's looking at you, not just the one or two people that are talking to you. Yeah. So you're just like, and you know you have to lead the evening for yeah. the entire fucking evening, ah. right? And so whatever is going through your brain at the same time that you're doing that is, it can be pretty mm-hmm. intense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we talked about it last time, just like your fear of like fainting on stage and stuff yeah. like that. Has that kind of passed? It's gotten, I've got, it's gotten yeah. better. Um, again, I think I was just really, uh, you were sick and well yeah. that, so that the, yeah. there was one particular show that Chris was at and part of, and I had had the flu all week. So it wasn't a completely ludicrous thought mm-hmm. when I felt faint mm-hmm. that I might just be faint cause I had been really sick. Mm-hmm. And it was only later that I realized that part of that was like a panic attack. Mm-hmm that I had had on stage and I remember really clearly like going I don't have enough air and I'm gonna faint but I could hear myself singing and it sounded fine mm-hmm. like there was this like really weird separation <laughs> automaton of, almost yeah like, yeah just on autopilot it was so freaking weird and um and I only realized later that night when I you know they brought me back here and they like tucked me into my little couch bed and, <laughs> and were very kind and I, I thought like I just need to sleep because I'm sick and I couldn't fall asleep and my thoughts were racing and I was suddenly realized I couldn't picture any future show without that happening yeah and then I recognized it for what it was it still took me a couple of years of that happening every night every show it made me not want to book shows God, that's so intense it was really really intense and um I had to I basically had to endure them because I knew they were panic attacks while they were happening. Yeah, you're like, I will survive this because I've but, survived others. Like, yeah, and that eventually got easier. But it was I it, when I don't know if, you know who's had one or not, but everyone in this room multiple. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So high fives. When you're having one, even if part of your brain is saying this is a panic attack, the other part of your brain is going, or it's a stroke, or it's a heart attack. You don't know. It (laughs) might be. You might be dying right now. You might be. You might be. It might be. And you're doing that, and mine are very physical. So I'm I'm sitting on a bar stool singing, and uh, people are walking in, and my heart is, like, literally exploding with every new person walking into the room. And my, like, my heart's pounding. My legs are shaky. Like, it's, I don't know if I'm going to... I feel very wobbly and, um, so I make it, I've made it through a bunch of shows feeling like that from start to finish Mm -hmm. without anybody knowing that that's what's going on (laughs) and, uh, it's exhausting. Yeah. That is not how I want my career to feel. Like there's no, there's, that's your body going like, ah, (laughs) we need to reconsider a few things. (laughs) I don't know why and how it's gotten better. So I get little mini uh, thought like intrusive thoughts. Oh yeah, and then uh, I can kind of uh, placate them faster and easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not it's not a non-issue. It's not like it's completely gone. It's like, am I gonna feel? How am I gonna feel at this show? Or how am I? And I have actual injuries in my legs and feet, so it does make it so hard. Like there's pain involved in standing for two sets and stuff. So there's all these physical considerations that I didn't used to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I let the vortex happen, where it's like, you shouldn't be doing this anymore, you need to quit, you need to find... That is not something you want to be thinking while you're on stage performing. <laughs> yeah. I need a career change, you know? <laughs> um, but I've been really, really, really enjoying my... Like, um, there's there were a couple where, you know, like, I just don't feel well, I'm tired, my stomach mm-hmm. hurts, my... like So there's concern and fatigue and shakiness, um, but not at all of them. And, uh, I'm glad um, that you've been getting like yeah more positive shows and doing more and like they've been more like there's enjoyable, been like. yeah I actually read a really interesting article a little while ago and it was uh, someone another songwriter I know posted it and she her she posted it on Facebook with her headline was we need to talk about this more and it was an article by three uh, authors who uh, had each published books. And they said while they were working on the book, they were fine because they were immersed in the project and they had their goal and they knew what they were doing. And then they all hit a marker of success. They all hit some kind of thing. And they all ended up being diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and depression. And it had to do with the sudden pressure that was put on them. And when I read that, I realized this problem started for me. 
now that I think about it, when I suddenly got a bunch of really good press. Oh, yeah. And up until that point, I was this girl, anonymous girl, walking into a bar with a guitar, and I knew that people kind of were like, oh, it's probably going to be boring. And I knew I was going to be better than what they thought. Their expectations, yeah. So I had this confidence of, like, I'm going to blow these people away. And then it was like, now there's people coming to the show who've read this article about me. And it's like, she's literally one of this nation's most lyrically impactful vocalists and I'm like wow. I can't do this oh <laughs> oh and, what do you mean I can't live up to that oh, yoke no. of praise yeah. oh yeah. man the event that I made I put in tons of your press quotes no that's okay because I am proud of <laughs> yeah you know but I had to kind of go they wrote that because you are good yeah you know like it's not you don't have to do anything differently you were doing what you were doing when they said that so yeah just keep doing what you're doing yeah Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, it just raises the bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a weird it's a weird job. Yeah, it's like it's a really weird job. <laughs> <laughs> but there's all you know, a lot of um you know, some people read self help books, some people tour for eight years and get bits and pieces from conversations they have with <laughs> yeah. people. So Yeah, I, that's true. You get a nugget from every person I that get you meet. So much I, like yoga trainers have helped me a lot. Like there's so many different realms of help out there that I've I've been given little presents all along that uh that I can use as tools and uh they definitely help so yeah should we take a quick break and uh, refresh our sparkling water just speak really loudly (laughs) we're back Katie's podcasting from the floor (laughs) coming to you live from the fucking floor (laughs) the fucking floor turns out I'm a piece of shit. Katie injured her SI joint, and Orit, our traveling bard, happens to have a massage pad thing. Are we so the this, fuck on right now? Yeah. This is okay. not product placement. <laughs> Dr. Ho has Although you could us. ask for some Dr. Ho love. Um, and this this is uh, the best thing that's ever happened what to What is it? Me. So it's um, a, a TENS. TENS. Oh, a TENS, a TENS machine. Oh, cool, yes. So, you know, physiotherapists and chiropractors and stuff use them in their office, kind of. Doulas use them for labor, mm, right. apparently. It's really good. So it's like an electronic pad that kind of just, like, zaps your zaps muscles you. a little bit. Zaps you up. So we're going to have big fun today, kids. Yeah. <laughs> we're about to <laughs> electrocute, electrocute my yeah. butt. <laughs> so that's why I've been so quiet, is because I hurt. Yeah. And also because we all are pretty verbose people so <laughs> sometimes I need to be a little quieter yeah and you know Katie what, how, what they say the they old saying they might be starting to everybody hurts everybody hurts <laughs> do you want me to apply those to your back or no, are you no, good no no I gotcha okay so there's like some sort of silicone pads that we wet and then you put it on your lower back like wherever you hurt. Or wherever you hurt, yeah. And then there's there's three settings. There's A, B, or C. Ooh. And they oh boy. Give, send different pulses. And then you determine how powerful the jolt is. Oh, God. Is. Let's put it to its minimum. I know that partway through... So you turn it on this way. Oh, it doesn't hurt at all. It feels really good when you're in pain. Okay, so... And then you make it higher by turning that dial. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this thing <Ooh>. is... <laughs> Electricity in my butt. <laughs> what does it feel like? Uh, we can. We, you can try it later. Okay. Yeah. It feels pretty cool. It's uh, just. It's. It's very good for pain. Like it's uh, the infomercial at three in the morning is true. <laughs> it really is. I wish people could see my face right now. It's like it's vaguely surprised. It's just... Um. Uh, there is a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain in my life. <laughs> there is pain involved with so, travel yeah. and. You know, sitting on buses and trains and carrying a lot of weight and playing guitar all the time. So, uh, do you just like turn this on when you're? Katie's just like rocking out to this. Like, thanks, Doctor. Feels really cool. It helps. It really just it gives you relief when you, especially like sciatica pain and stuff. That's like this would work great for like neuralgia or whatever. Yeah, neuralgia. There's like the pain that that you can't find a position to be in to be comfortable. 
it's good for that. And we've got the funk band back in the basement. Bam, you can hear little streams of funk. There's also a jar of tequila in my fridge, apparently. <laughs> like, really good The Mexican old jar tequila. of tequila. Uh-oh. This I feels like tequila. so great. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, my God. How, do, how many batteries is this? I have it's more like batteries. And yeah. we can, yeah, we've got batteries in the house. Oh, this is the greatest. <laughs> I guess you need to get one. Yeah. I thought I had them. Oh, perfect. I do not fuck around, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There is nothing worse than having a really badly pulled back when you're a guest in someone else's home. Yeah. Like, oh it's, my god. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I had like the, a really bad knockoff version of this that just didn't, straight up didn't work. It did a little bit of it, but this is way better. I should warn you that partway through the 10 minutes, it intensifies for no reason, apparent reason to me, so Good. you might suddenly, <laughs> we might it. suddenly hear her scream. <laughs> it doesn't happen. It happens sometimes. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Riding the lightning. <laughs> How was your week, Katie, or the last couple days? Oh, great, spoiler actually. I mean, apart from the terrible back... Uh, oh, spoiler alert that we're releasing these out of order, yeah. which we don't very often do. Because yeah. uh, someone... It was very important to them to be episode 69. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm so not you are a sixty-eight. Like sixty-eight is good. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's not as nice. It's as sixty-nine. Not as awesome. But, whatever. Uh, but yeah, no. Apart from the back thing, everything's great. Uh, I slept like a baby last night. Uh, I, uh, I just want you to talk so that I can hear your voice. <laughs> well, I, I'm a, I've been getting into this really bad habit of just staying up super late if I don't have to work the next day. So I'll be up till like two a.m. I've frequently. been up until like two or three a.m. a lot, and the, I think like the days are long. Yeah, I think. That's Summer. it, is that I just, like, don't, maybe don't need as much sleep, but I'm still tired because it's yeah. hot. Yeah, and, like, it feels like it takes so much longer for me to, like, ramp down, so I'll, like, be out of the house until, like, 10, yeah. and, then and then the sun still hasn't gone down, and then I'm like, well, I need to unwind, that takes, like, three hours, you know, but if I had been home at 7, I would be ready for bed at 10. Mm-hmm. You know? I haven't gone to bed at 10 o'clock since I was 5. <laughs> yeah, pretty, no, yeah, maybe junior high. Yeah. And I'm, I'm envious a little bit. <laughs> when I'm jet lagged, I have normal hours. Oh, weird. Like, I'm like, I woke up at eight in the morning today. What? Something's really wrong. But yeah, no, it's, it's weird. Yeah, last night, yesterday, I celebrated, or celebrated, I didn't really do anything for Canada Day, and I wore all blue, so if anyone asked, I was a Quebec separatist. I'm not. Um, But now that I've got this blue hair, all the stuff that I used to wear to contrast my red is just, like, very on point, so it's just, like, blue, 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 blue. That's my mom's decorating aesthetic, too, so I went over to their house yesterday, and I, like, got lost in everything I couldn't find anymore. Yeah, I was complete, I could have lied down on their bedding, and they never would have seen me. Exactly, total blue man group. Um, So I went out to Cloverdale to hang out with my parents and Dennis and Anita because mm-hmm. everybody else like all the other fam jam in my family they were all off like in Whistler or on the island or something mm. like that so it's like oh Katie you love your old parents enough to come out with these and like I don't have kids or plans it's fine <laughs> and also they promised me lots of white wine so uh my mom had just gotten back from a trip to Oliver she's like I got all these Okanagan whites I'm like yeah that's what's available in the Okanagan <laughs> it's a whole lot of whites yeah but uh I got some really got to but drink, you know, local instead wine. I got Bacchus from the Chabreton wineries, mm-hmm. which is very close by, in fact, and not in the Okanagan. Yeah. But I easily drank a bottle and a half of wine with my parents and then slept like a baby and didn't have a hangover. Great. Nice. This is incredible. I went to bed at like midnight and I woke up a couple of times for like half an hour, but I mostly slept until almost 1030. So... Pretty a lot decent. for me. And then, yeah, when I was like, oh, you know, we're going to have, like, uh, a bit of a delay. I have to go grocery shopping, and Arit's coming. I didn't know you were coming from White Rock yes. on the bus. Neither did I, really, until yeah. I knew. Um, but it, so Katie was just like, I'm going back to bed like a demon. <laughs> <laughs> like a teen. Teen hey, Like a teen. Oh, a teen demon. That's a good name for a band, too. Teen demon. Okay. Down Teen Demon. <laughs> love I'm it. I'm not That's... sure what that reminded me of, but I'm pretty sure there's a song. It's like a, it sounds like a, like a 50s love song, like yeah, Earth like, Angel or something. Yeah, like Teen Demon. Lover. Demon yeah. Teen Demon. Yeah. Will you be? It was in that genre for sure. <laughs> Let's see what a different Teen Demon can't go on. I wonder what. Yeah, B you can try B. Like. They're different. different. What does B feel? Ooh. Okay. Ooh. There's only one way Ooh. to find out. Ooh. 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 <laughs> It's weird. Okay, let's see what C feels like. Whoa! <laughs> there really should... This should be a video cast. This one particular episode. I love... You know what the best part is? Is that, is that 
if you had like a back view, it's very undignified because my pants are pulled halfway down my butt crack. I just to me the joy of this situation is that I am let's, like let's set it up. In a I photo am here. set up to not believe infomercials. Like they, I was they boomerang it. But this was this is actually something I saw at three in the morning on television, and it actually works. <laughs> That's the worst. It is. I'm gonna delete it forever. I'm very attractive. You are. <laughs> not when I'm making that face though. Yeah. Woo. No, that is. Oh, this not is wild. I love decide. this. This is good. I'm having this the best is good time. podcasting. Katie tries a tens machine. Woo. You know what? They can't all be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They can't all be winners. How? How? Oh, you can turn this up so high, eh? like to five. I don't. You can turn it up to ten. I think. Oh, jeez. Turn it up to eleven. No. Yeah. I think yeah. you would. It, it would be really painful. I think. Almost likely. It also depends intense. where you have it because I put it on my shoulder sometimes, and I think if it's close to a bone, it's very uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, this just so feels pretty awesome. It feels yeah. like someone's just zapping, zapping my butt pain. Yeah. Which is cool. Zap Ooh. the butt pain. Zap the pain away. Nice. Zap the pain away. <laughs> exactly. Electrocute my butt cheeks like you wanted to. <laughs> That's the new jingle for Dr. Ho. Yeah, it's just peaches. Courtesy of peaches. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. You guys should seriously watch the infomercial though. There's oh, I've, I've, that's like where I recognize Dr. Ho's from. Okay. I love infomercial items. Like, seriously. I want a banoodle. What? what? It's this little thing where you like... I don't know what it does, but it closes up chip bags really tight, and that's a necessary thing for me because I love chips. <laughs> but I also always finish the bag, so I probably so it don't really need doesn't that matter. thing. A banoodle. I'm just trying to think of other uh, infomercial products chop. that I've purchased. I do have a slap chop, but it's not a slap chop <laughs> you know brand. What? The Magic Bullet is an excellent product. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. True. it really is. It's true. Yeah. Yep. And now we've proven that the Doctor Hose is good. A turkey twist is also pretty phenomenal. A what? That's one of those like super absorbent hair towels that you wrap your hair up in. It's lighter than a towel. Mm. Ooh, I have not heard of it. Slurps up all the moistures. Yeah, mm. it's good stuff. Interesting. The, sh- the sham wow. Yeah, we've had some good. of those. Yeah, yeah. they're fine. <laughs> not all of them are garbage, right? Yeah. I, had I, think a, it's I had just... a snuggie, and I don't know where it is, and I'm sad because it's actually like really comfy. It's so fleecy. It's like synthetic fleecy, and so it just is so warm but so thin at the right. same time. And someone so it's, gave me it's one in camping. Holland. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's the way it's the formula of those infomercials that is so like are you a dumb fuck yeah are you like <laughs> are you having trouble most... with basic activities <laughs> maybe you need this super specialized thing yeah and then it's like the, the fake people in it are that are like oh yes the, the giant smiles of like I do yeah. want to roast a chicken by itself and use that device for nothing else around Papil. Thank you so much <laughs> that's the one I remember seeing all the time he always had like he wore like a button-up shirt and suspenders, and he'd be like, you need a pasta maker! You need, like, this home rotisserie machine or a dehydrator or something. I would... Well, again, I don't live anywhere, so, like, buying a dehydrator (laughs) would be a really bad move on my part. (laughs) But I remember buying a a raw food cookbook thinking, yeah, well, I'm not going to go all the way, but it would... And then it's like, you need a dehydrator for every single episode. episode. (laughs) Recipe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dehydrate, like, raw raw sign. food, I like, but, yeah, to, like, oh, you have to make, like, all your own crackers out of dehydrated, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, like, and you need, like, three cups of cashews for every recipe. Yeah, it's like, cashews I, are fucking expensive, man. Yeah, yeah, this is not for, uh... I actually have, what, I've been interested in this thing because I listened to a podcast, and it was Pete Holmes' podcast, and he had, like, a nutritionist on. Mm. And it was, like, a little bit of an obnoxious episode because the guy just basically yelled at the listeners, like... If you're eating any kind of, like, fast food or this or that, you're, like, committing suicide by food. Like, it was really intense, and it was very, like, like, Pete Holmes was trying to, like, gel. It's like, well, we're not here to fat shame. And the guy's like, yes, I am. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But then he started talking about, like, the nutritarian diet. Oh, Lord. Which makes it sound so whatever. Uh-huh. But at the same time, the things that he said that you should eat, like are all things that I really like. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I haven't been eating a lot of lately that I'm upping my intake of is beans. I just, like, nice. haven't... Haven't really eaten beans for a really long time, and I'm like, he was just like, they're so fucking good for you, they're super fibrous, they're really whatever, so like, Uh it's like, yeah. So like, for the last two days, I've just had like, beans twice a day for meal, and like, my digestion already feels amazing. Like, I had really bad stomach problems for like, a while, because of this new medication. But he's like, eventually your gut biome builds up to like, break down the beans if you just like, keep eating them. Just (laughs) keep eating them. And then you don't fart as much, apparently, so, I don't know, I'm gonna... 
Go it's like it. his acronym was G bombs. So if you eat like greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, uh, berries, and seeds, are all like really good and super yeah. healthy for you and whatever like can help reverse G-bombs. diabetes that kind of thing. Okay. And I'm like whatever. Like the stupid medication that they put me on is supposed to be for like insulin regulation. So I'm like it's fucking my stomach up. So why don't I just try eating this way for a week and see if that feels yeah. better than taking this medication? And so far so good. Oh great. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, whatever. Fixing yourself by diet is always, like, a, a good thing to try. Uh, yeah, exactly, right? So, For like, sure. I'll see I'll see what it, what it is. I'm going to make a really fucking awesome chickpea salad, like, I later. Chick- chickpeas I do are love, so cheap, I love cheap, but amazing cheap yeah. and cheerful, right? Like, it's yeah. the opposite of cashews, pretty much. Where yeah. It's yeah, like, no, and really, like, brown rice and beans is, uh, you if you buy it and make it yourself, it's cheap. Yeah. It's, it's affordable. The cheapest thing. So you can actually be really healthy and, and not rich. Yeah, that's yeah. like almost everything you need to be alive, yeah. pretty much is beans and rice. Yeah. yeah. Lentils. Lentils are super healthy. I love yeah. lentils. Yeah. I, I really am interested in, in pulses. They do, I do have, I don't know if it's the same problem you have, but I do get like very uh, bloated. I look I pregnant. Them. Yeah. I look like seven months pregnant. Wowzers. Yeah. yeah. No, I do get pretty, pretty rooty tooty. Mm. <laughs> with the beans. Fresh and fruity? Well, always, I'm always fresh and fruity. <laughs> but uh, I really, I find, like, yeah, uh, trying to eat what makes me feel good is really hard to do because it's not always what I want to eat. Yeah. Because normally what I want to eat is fucking fried, pie. delicious yeah. things yes. that are so good. Yeah, right? they had a they had a poutine bar at this place last night, Lord. of course, because it's Canada Day. A poutine bar. Yeah. Like, like they, all you can eat protein. They basically well yeah, and they like give you fries and then you can pick all the different yeah, toppings to put on and stuff. Awesome. And of course it was like, you know, pulled pork and brisket and like heavy, heavy like meat and gravy and potatoes. And I was like, I had one bite and I'm like, this feels bad in my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do so I think you do nice develop like, a kind yeah. of um, relationship with food eventually where you just don't want the crappy things yeah. anymore. Even though your eye still goes like, Oh paste I was in a French Petit Serie yesterday. Yeah. We've said that so nicely. Oh, merci. Uh, But it was... (laughs) I'm I'm totally chuffed. (laughs) Nailed the accent. I do do speak a little Francais. Uh, I am Amélie. (laughs) I came off the train uh, and there was just a Québécois couple on the train that I was talking to a lot, so I came off the train with a French accent. I'm so fucked with accents when I'm traveling. You just pick them up? Yeah, and it's very it. it's very subconscious. Um, I mean, I'm obviously aware of it while it's happening, but I don't do it on purpose. But on this tour, for some reason, it was really bothering me. Like, it never used to bother me. It was, it was really bothering me because it was like, because my jaw has been hurting more and more and more over the years. And it, I've, I'm like, this is, this is part of the reason my... There's like an impulse to go one way and then it shifts because my accent is modified and oh, I'm like weird. I'm speaking so many languages that there's actually like jaw instability as well. Whoa, you're like make, making your face rattle loose by yeah. speaking so many different well, languages. Well, partly by singing loudly for like oh, hours yeah. a night, but yeah, there there is something. There's all sorts of realizations that like with wow. injuries, like uh, I have an injury that's associated with running or with wearing high heels, and neither of which I ever ever do. And then one night I was um, Is that using the yeah plantar fasciitis, mm. which is a lot better now than it was, but it was good. bloody painful for mm-hmm. a good good long while. And I was I was using the washroom in the middle of the night in one of the places I was staying, and so I was coming back from the bathroom, and I was like, "Dude, you have been tiptoeing for eight years in other people's houses. You literally oh, tiptoe." Oh fuck! Yeah. Yeah, Whoa, so just funny. to be unobtrusive, yeah. you've like injured your yeah, injured and not smaller. I've given myself injuries by trying to be a nice guest, you know. But like, you wouldn't think about that. And yeah. that's one thing I have to like super thank yoga for is just this heightened awareness of what's going on in my body as it's happening. That's it's wow. Like, yeah, it's like, oh wow, look, yeah, you're doing this thing now that this is you should not do. <laughs> you should not do. Yeah, that's really. Oh, you guys, this is oh. okay. This is this is the. Th- and a whole other level of that kind of thing because those are problems that like well nobody else has that problem that's yeah. not a common problem to be a guest for eight years uh i had a dream while i was in holland and i ha- i had like three nights in belgium where i basically didn't have a meal because i have like gluten like like the real deal allergy so it just didn't work out to Can't eat. eat much so i had like potato chips for dinner one night and it was just okay so i arrived somewhere where i, I could offer to cook and i was like I'm going to do the cook because I was so desperate for a food. meal. Well, a meal that where I'm in charge of what's going on. Yeah. 
because in Germany it's like here's some more cocots and cheese and you're like mm. <laughs> ah, love them but they hurt me <laughs> and so I made dinner two or three nights in a row and I was like so happy <laughs> Sorry. and then I had a dream where I was explaining to someone in the dream that there is a saying in Dutch <laughs> for when you do the cooking because you want to eat your own food and the <laughs> saying is the dinosaur is driving the bus <laughs> Oh and my like, god. I have such a weird brain. But and then I woke up and um because in the dream I was drawing a picture of it to explain it. And it was like a dinosaur pencil crayon like Tyrannosaurus Rex in a in a kitchen and there's a little dude in his belly like also cooking. And when I woke up and I'm like, it should have been the other way around. <laughs> the it dinosaur is driving dinosaur. the bus. Is that brilliant in That's, a weird, stupid way? I mean I would believe that as a Dutch phrase. Yeah. Like I they have some weird ones. Um <laughs> And I remember saying something similar to that, like, someone invented a fake Australian saying and said that that's something people say in Australia. Right. On, I saw it on the internet. Right. And it was like, it's what you say when someone asks you a dumb question. Right. And it's like, hey, oh, you're at this bar. Do you want a beer? Well, I didn't come here to fuck spiders. Right. <laughs> Which I 100% believed as an actual <laughs> Australian turn of phrase. It I didn't sounds, come here to fuck spiders, did I, mate? You know, it sounds like, legit to me. It sounds extremely legit. It totally does. Yeah, and that's it's so amusing. Fake news happens on all levels, oh, no. you guys. You have to be oh, very discerning at all times. Who's driving the bus, though? I have laughed at that every day since. Like, I'm just picturing so a T-Rex driving a bus with its little short arms. <laughs> just can't reach. It has to push it up so close. The seat has to go so close, but it's like big belly. It's so cute. We're all gonna them. do cartoon interpretations of this podcast. It's <laughs> adorable. I want a dinosaur to drive me. It's not very often I wake up laughing from one of my dreams, so it's like, <laughs> oh, this yeah. is really awesome. I really uh, That's outdid like, myself linguistically tonight. That's so funny. And it could be. It could 100% be. Like, it was just with, with great authority, I was explaining to some random person in the dream like that this is a Dutch saying. Oh, I didn't say it I'm in Dutch, of course. Practically a Netherlander. Yeah. <laughs> the Dinosaur. I don't know how to say uh, that. That's called Katya right now. Is she asleep? Who cares? She'll tweet at us regardless. <laughs> tell us tell us what the Dutch the, the, is for the, the dinosaur is. The stupid thing is, is I mean, that like sayings are sayings for phenomena that a lot of people have. Yeah. And this is a saying for something that like maybe four people in the world have because nobody else has this problem. Most uh, of us can control what we eat. Yeah. No, any form of tour. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so you crave the ability to decide what to eat yeah. so even much. Even just like, traveling at all, like, I feel sometimes, like, oh yeah. even when you're kind of indulging on, like, yeah. fancy food at a place, whatever, That's, like, yeah. you're traveling and then you're just like, oh, God, I just want to make my own potatoes thing. potatoes yeah. 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 I, I can yeah. remember, like, uh, on tour with the Dreadnoughts, we'd stop at, like, we stopped in, like, Cash Creek or something like that, and I bought one of those bagged salads at a supermarket and just, like, deli chicken and just threw it in there and was deli like, this is what I mean. I mean, that's what yeah. I ate on the political campaign because I couldn't... It was so stressful, like, 12-hour days, um, and just, like, there was candy and chips there all the time. I don't know why they still people, do like, that, And people, like, volunteers, though. like, a nice, well-meaning people would bring, like, oh, have some chips to kind of keep you powered. There was one woman that brought, like, a really amazing veggie chili. That was just, yeah, this so, is what you need. And crock pot, so that was really good. But I was just eating really badly, and because there was never any time to, like, sit down... Or we'd all, like, go out for, like, dinner at 5 at, to, like, the cheap burger place because they had happy hour and it was, like, a $5 burger. Yeah. And it was right across the street, you know? So yeah. so then one day I just, like, bought a rotisserie chicken and, like, a bag salad and just, this yeah, just is, tossed it together. Just tossed it. Was it. Great. Meat salad. Meat was salad is the go. way to go. Let's see if this will actually make the sound. The dinosaur rides the bus. The dinosaur rides the bus. There we go. That sounds like ride the bus. Like, yeah. sorry. is that R-I-J-D-T yeah. means drive? Yes. Drive, is driving to drive? Ride is ride. Ride is ride. They just use it for other things. That's so funny. I like One the, of the, the voice first of it phrases. The first phrase I learned in Dutch was "ik heb cd's to cope," which means I have CDs for sale. Oh. Uh, and then the that was. That sounds like you just said it takes two days to cope. Oh. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that was "er gezellig," means uh, that was really charming and cozy. Oh. Which there's no word for gezellig in English, so it's like really. And but they all love it when you say that because they're like, oh, she's speaking. And then <laughs> she's but, speaking my language. So I always tell them on like, the, and then there's, 
vergeet niet uitchecken met de every chip card, which is like <laughs> don't forget to check out with your chip card when you get off the bus, because the bus, like the little voice on the bus says oh. it at every stop. So like by like day four on the trains and buses, you're like vergeet niet uitchecken met de every chip card. <laughs> they have a weird accent because it's a lot. They have a really American R in certain regions. Yeah. So it's like this should be European sounding but it sounds not that's just like a, such a weird it's a it sounds weird, like yeah. like english and german had a horrible baby <laughs> that was then like <laughs> raised by an american or something it's no true. offense to the dutch but your your accent is the worst it's really weird it is a weird language i find it very charming and yeah. cute but it's uh yeah yeah I, I prefer german to, uh, for anything that's kind of guttural i think it's it's a little bit more melodic mm-hmm. but uh it's all very silly oh that's interesting because i find uh Dutch way more melodic. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess like, it depends in terms on of what... strictly melodic, like what melody means, it's like it's very sing song. Well, I would trust mm. the two of you to know what <laughs> melodic means more than I do. Or maybe I just find like German can be very murmury and kind of uh, pleasant, pleasant mm. to yeah. the ear. It's Not a, always. Tickles your ASMR. Yeah, yeah. I grew up with like only one sort of German reference, which was not at all pleasant, and so it took, it took, but I remember like. Like, no, German is, is a terrible, terrible, harsh language just because, that like, I literally only ever heard Hitler's speech in German. And then I remember these two really pretty girls, uh, exchange students from Germany in my high school, and, uh, and then I heard them talk to each other. They were sisters, and I was like, that sounds really lovely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay maybe, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> Perhaps I generalized. <laughs> oh There's a baby bathwater situation yes, there, for yes, sure. Yes, I didn't know. <laughs> Oh. No, not all Germans were Hitler. Were Hitler, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, you literally grow up with, with the only German you've ever heard is, like, that, and then, like, ho- like Holocaust films, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, like, Was that in growing up in Canada, Israel, Israel whatever? Yeah. It's Anywhere, just like, yeah. yeah. It's the uh, Jewish upbringing. The yeah. Yeah. YouTube personality, Flulaborg, who is from Germany, did a, a game called Name Three Germans to an American audience, <laughs> like, just like walking through a Hitler, fair. It was like, Hitler like, and um, Hitler. Uh, yeah. Can you name three Germans, please? Name three Germans. And he'd go up to them and be like, uh, Adolf Hitler. And he'd be like, no, he's fucking Austrian. That's true, though. <laughs> that is true. But literally everybody said Hitler. Like, what yeah. about Angela Merkel like yeah, does nobody comedian, know any other there's a comedian uh, English I forget who Billy Connolly yeah, yeah and he's got this whole skit of like you know when you hear German speaking you know English people are just like you know he'll and he'll do this like three sentences in German and then it's like but all we really hear is Hitler 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 yeah it's a hard one to shake for sure yeah I yeah. had a, uh, the opportunity to be on a panel discussion for a Uh, a part of the Jewish Film Festival in Calgary and it was a film called a documentary called Germans and Jews and it was exactly about like how German society has had to like you know first kind of in denial and then reintegrated into the education program and how different you know how parents spoke to their children about it and how they spoke to their children about it so there and then this like increasing Jewish and Israeli population in Germany now and how do they feel going back to this place that was that place And the other two people on the panel were uh, German studies professors, and then there was me. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. So was like, but they asked me specifically because they knew I'd been in Germany as an artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, was, it, was, um, it was really cool because I got to say the last thing to <laughs> the panel, because like, it was like one microphone and it kind of got yeah, shared yeah. and people were asking questions and stuff. And the last thing... Because it was, it ended on a really heavy note of like, you know, we had, we still have to watch it, and there's still a lot of, because it was right around the elections, and oh, like yeah. there's is a, there's a, rising, a lot a of rising tide of like yeah, right wing fascist yeah, bullshit, yeah, 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 and scary, like really scary, and so I got to say like, you know, but please keep in mind like on the ground, everyone I've met there, and everyone everywhere, there's racism everywhere. It's not just a German thing. There's racism everywhere. We have a particular trauma with this place. I've encountered anti-Semitism in every single place I've been to, uh, but I've also pretty much only met amazing people, so let's keep in mind that the world is still okay, nice. still friendly, you know, it's not some, it's not, you shouldn't, uh, you know, not go out and be in the world because of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I like it. That's it. I think and it's going to be the last word of the podcast <laughs> then, go. too. You good at the last word? Social anxiety be damned, <laughs> whether it's intergenerational trauma or not. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to end on that juicy intergenerational trauma. Yeah, note. yeah. definitely. Is that yeah. fun? Oh, juicy? Oh my god, no! Oh. <laughs> I've been hanging out with punsters. Yes. Okay. I don't think I'm allowed to make Jewish puns. No, only Jews no. are allowed to make, and I am one, so I, I, but I God guess chose I'm, your people for a reason to, to be the funniest and the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> no. Good save, good save. <laughs> um, where can people find out about stuff? On the my website and on <laughs> Say it just like Borat now. <laughs> my website. I'm a I didn't at all mean that. I just, that's the old jaw problem kicking in. You guys. It was just me trying to not have my jaw dislocated. So oh, okay. Lord. Um, yeah, I'm always like, oh, go on my website. It's orichimoni.com. And they're like, what? Uh, so my name. How I spell. How I spell. We'll put a, we'll put a link to we'll put it a link. in the description. But it's O R I T is my first name, and S-H-I-M-O-N-I is my last name, and that on Facebook or .com is my website, mm-hmm. and uh, it's awesome if you keep in touch and nice. say hello. Yeah. Where are you going in the next, because this is going to come out pretty quick, so where are yes. you going in the next, like, weeks? I am on the island uh, <laughs> next weekend. This, I'm coming for all of you Germans. And I am, no, I love the Germans. I hang out with them all the time. That's why I speak like that sometimes. I literally dankeschened uh, John downstairs because I'm still <laughs> in German it. mode. Dankeschön. Thank you, well. Cheese. Cheese. Bratwurst. I hurt so much. <laughs> so I turned it up so high. <laughs> oh my god. Ah! Are we still recording? We're still on Dr. Ho, just in case the listeners oh are confused yeah. about what you turned up high after saying Bradwurst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's also confusing. This is a lot like what the inside of my brain looks like anyway. <laughs> um, so you're going on Vancouver Island? Are I you playing on... Victoria, Nanaimo, Duncan? I am playing uh, Victoria and Parksville. Nice. Cool. And then I am going through the Nelson route. So Crawford oh, Bay, Nelson, yes. Fernie, Calgary, Saskatoon. And I'll be in, yeah. Sort of. Yes, I'm, this is, like, I'm, I'm with people that have a car and are going to be part of this. Nice. So it's oh, like, nice. I get a ride. I got picked up at the train station. I like this is unheard of for me. Like I didn't Amazing. have to like take the massive suit. Chris has seen the massive suitcase. Yes, it's not fun. <laughs> that is why things hurt in my body. So, um, yeah, it was like I knowing that once I arrive in Vancouver, like the suitcase is either in the car or somewhere. But That's like there's so awesome. help all the way to Saskatoon is massive, nice. massive. Nice. When are you in cool. Saskatoon? That is a good question. The first <laughs> July. End of July. End of July. Cool. I just said yeah. that for my uh, my in-laws who live out there and are very into music. Awesome. So. I am playing a house concert and they are welcome Shelley to attend. Shelly and Randy, you better go. Yeah. She's very, she listens to the podcast. Oh, more, that's so. nice. Uh, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we should, we should, I should Facebook connect that. For sure, for yeah. sure. Awesome, awesome. Thank, Thank you so yeah, much for coming for, back. Uh, of course. Yeah, Sports playing the show and coming early to do a little press first. <laughs> a little press. A little press. Real press. We're yeah. real This journalists. is as real as it gets. And to Shauna, who said we need to talk about real stuff more as performers, I just did. Yay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.